Hi, this is Daniel Sandoval from the Sandoval Bench Podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, news, stats, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from basketball to football to soccer and esports. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your phone to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. That's betonline.net. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode. You're listening to the Sandoval Bench Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Sandoval. Uh, for this week, I'm upset. I'm annoyed. I am frustrated. I am hurt. I feel cheated. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers did not advance to the Super Bowl this year. Not because of the, the talented defense of the Philadelphia Eagles or the dynamic offense of uh, Jalen Hurts and company or the failures of, of Kyle Shanahan or anything uh, for the 49ers, but... More so, the injury to Brock Purdy in his elbow was a UCL injury. Got injured early, early in the game, the first quarter. The 49ers had no chance, no chance to come back, no chance to compete. Um, I mean, even though the defense kept him in the game, it was was it the third quarter. The 49ers scored another touchdown. It was 7-7 after that McCaffrey touchdown. They had Josh Johnson, who was signed after the injury to uh, Trey Lance and then the injury to Jimmy Garoppolo. They brought in... Um, they brought Johnson in, who is a journeyman QB, played for about 13 teams, quarterback at a San Jose State, played for Jim Harbaugh at San Jose State. Um, then, he, I mean, he had different stints throughout the NFL. Uh, I think he played at the XFL. All this to say that Johnson is a great quarterback as a fourth-string quarterback. He is not a quarterback that can lead you anywhere. So against this heavily physical uh dominant defensive line for the philadelphia eagles there's no chance in hell that johnson was going to be able to score any points or string together any any successful drives for the san francisco 49ers kyle shanahan himself who you know for for everything he is he's just a, a brilliant offensive mind and i think we've seen with like lesser quarterback talent what he can do what he did for matt ryan that in that super bowl run year that year he won the mvp what he's done for jimmy garoppolo he's made nick mullins look amazing or um, cj bethard look amazing brock purdy from mr irrelevant to he looked like the second coming you know uh, he was uh he's gonna be the starting quarterback most likely next year i'm saying hey trey trey lance we have our guy in brock purdy it's all because of the scheme and, and and kyle shanahan but not enough time to um develop a proper game plan when you have a fourth string quarterback who wasn't even on the team earlier this year um there's no that's just a lot to ask for him uh, a lot to ask and and you couldn't do it and then johnson gets he gets a concussion and he has to leave the game so you have Christian McCaffrey taking snaps, meeting with offensive coaches to learn about the playbook and their their offensive scheme because he's the emergency quarterback. Christian McCaffrey, the running back, is, a, is the emergency quarterback because we don't have a quarterback. 
Trey Lance is still injured. Jimmy Garoppolo was he's on track to uh, be the backup if they make it to the Super Bowl. So he wasn't fully cleared yet. He would have been ready in two weeks. But if he was able to play and he had a helmet, boom, it'd be Jimmy G all over again, back as a starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. But he was out. Um, I, I don't know if they should have they should have made a call to Steve Young from the sidelines. He could still probably run, probably can throw still. Joe Montana's out there. They bring in Alex Smith. I would have taken Tim Rattay to come back wherever Tim Rattay is. Bring him back and let's see if he can throw. Jeff Garcia maybe even can get you a couple drives. It was just so sad to see this talented team in San Francisco. They had the best defense this year. Like this group of guys is not going to be together again. D'Amico Ryan's just accepted the head coaching job with the Houston Texans for six years. Going back to the team that drafted him, um, he was with the 49ers for two years as a defensive coordinator. And in those two years, you know, it was rough in the beginning, but man, that this team is fast. They're explosive. Like they, they stop the run, they stop the pass. They're good at all four levels of their defense, all three levels there. Uh, their defensive line is great. Um, you know, the defense was doing well in this game, but then I think when when the the injury to Purdy happened early on, like they were just out of it. The team was just out of it. They were deflated because they had nothing else to give. They couldn't overcome these types of injuries. Everyone else was healthy on the offensive line. Defense was good. Everyone was healthy. Everyone was ready to go. And then we we're riding the the train, the hot hand with uh, with Brock Purdy, and we could only go so far. And um, I think the team just felt deflated. They couldn't do anything else, and they knew that the game was over by then, and all they could do was fight. And once uh, Josh Johnson got injured and he's out, and then you have – they put Brock Purdy back in there, but I was like, okay, Purdy, let's see what you can do. I didn't realize the extent of the injury, but he was trying to warm up and stuff, and um, it happened to be his UCL, so he might get Tommy John surgery, which will have him out – for the entire year of next year. So when they put him back in the game, I'm like, okay, he might still be healthy. We might be able to get a drive here or there. He couldn't throw the ball. So he told Shanahan, hey, I can't throw the ball deep at all. I'm just going to, I'm only going to be able to hand it off. So at that point, game's over in the third quarter. He's handing it off and that was it. Then they had to get rid of, uh, they had to get out of the game because they didn't have a single quarterback that could, that can play with Josh Johnson you know, out due to a concussion. He wasn't stringing any good drives together, but that was like our last chance, you know, and he's had a couple of good games like within the last few years, the last couple of years. We've seen him pass for over 300 yards, you know. He has potential, you know, with that talent and with Shanahan's uh, coaching abilities, you could put anyone back there, right, pretty much, but just with no time to, time to put together a game plan, you have to you have to scheme within like a quarter it was just sad you know honestly like the, the all the injuries and everything this team has overcome over the last few years with jimmy garoppolo tearing his acl he broke his he had a high ankle sprain a couple years ago then trey lance comes in he's the starter i had them at nine and eight this year you know making a wild card game and then trey lance breaks his ankle second game and then jimmy g's having a great year man he looks like he's, he could still be around and um, he looks like better than he has before with the San Francisco 49ers. And then he gets injured and then, um, he had, it was his foot. He had to get foot surgery this year. 
Then we turn to Brock Purdy, and then Brock Purdy is just amazing, and I'm just blown away by his abilities. And then this happens, and uh, it's just tragic, honestly, because this whole time, you know, if you look at Kyle Shanahan's record um, since he's taken over the job for the 49ers, it's not great. It's like he's at 500 or something, but there's so many years where he's lost a quarterback for the full year, and he's having to adjust with, like, second, third-string quarterbacks and string together drives and stuff like that. But uh, he's an amazing coach. You know, uh, the defense is great. They might hire Vic Fangio to replace D'Amico Ryans, maybe Steve Wilkes. Um, but there's there's a, lot of, there's a lot of question marks here for this team because then now Jimmy Ward is a free agent. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo is a free agent. What do they do with the quarterback situation? You know, you have... Trey Lance, who's supposed to be good for training camp, but Brock Purdy, we've seen what he can do. You know, they were riding a 12-game win streak. They won seven straight games with Brock Purdy as a quarterback. Um, I mean, that offense went to a whole other level with Brock Purdy. You know, uh, George Kittle looked like George Kittle 2019. Like, they just improved in every uh, facet of the game offensively. But um, it's the most interesting, interesting situation um, in the NFL, I think, because you have Jimmy Garoppolo, who just went to the took you to the NFC Championship game last year, 2019 season, takes you to the to the Super Bowl. They draft Trey Lance high in that draft, trade like three picks for him. It took him was it number three? He's supposed to be the next guy. It doesn't seem to be the next guy so far. Then you get Brock Purdy. He takes you to the NFC Championship game, right? And if he's healthy. The 49ers have a legitimate shot at winning that game. I think they win that game because their defense was doing such a great job, you know, throughout the entire game until, you know, they were truly out of it. Then they're like, okay, like, let's just, let's just walk around, you know, go through the motions and get out of this game. But if Brock Purdy is healthy, they win that game. But he got injured so early on that there was just no shot. And of course, you know, Eagles fans and the Eagles players like, oh yeah, you know, yeah. We won. We won this. Like, yeah, okay, you won, but come on, you didn't like you didn't win against a fully healthy team. And I get it; it's part of football. It sucks, but I mean to to think that you actually won a game like that is just it's ridiculous. And we'll see, you know, the final score for the Super Bowl when the Eagles take on the uh, the Chiefs. We'll see how how that actually translates. But um, yeah, the most interesting quarterback situation in the NFL because you have Kyle Shanahan who you know they've been to three NFC championship games the last four years and they went to the Super Bowl in 2019 uh, they were in that game they almost won that game but now you know I, I, I just feel like they should bring back all three quarterbacks because if but if Brock Purdy he gets he's if he's probably gonna get Tommy John surgery honestly he's getting second opinions and stuff but it seems like he's gonna get surgery to repair it um, which would be better than reconstructing. If they have to reconstruct it, then he's going to be out for a year. Uh, repairing, he could be out for six months, which he could be back for the start of the regular season. Um, but there's an uncertainty there because you know people who come from that come back from that injury, they don't like fully recover until like year two. So I think it's going to be a tough recovery period for him. And then Trey Lance is the biggest question mark. I have no idea what we have in Trey Lance. Um, you know, I know he he's inaccurate at times. He relies heavily on the run and, you know, getting out of the pocket. But he hasn't played that many games in the last few years. So, I mean, maybe he's ready. But, 
I mean, I don't know. He's had two major injuries already. Um, like, is he going to hold up? And then Jimmy Garoppolo, we know what he's going he's gonna to provide for this team. He can, They can become a, a one-two seed with Jimmy Garoppolo. They can go to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback. Uh, but is he going to hold up? He's had, what, three uh, season-ending injuries the last few years. And um, honestly, if I'm John Lynch, I'm bringing all three quarterbacks back because they don't have one quarterback. They have three quarterbacks. You can win. I'm not the only one. I'm not really sure if you can win with is Trey Lance, but he's dynamic enough offensively where you know they can be interesting, hard to stop um, offense. You know, as far as like other other teams are going to have a hard time stopping him. You know, when he's when he gets out of the pocket and starts running. So I would bring back all three quarterbacks, and I think Brock Purdy has earned the right to become the starting quarterback day one if he's healthy for next year. And then I would say you put Jimmy G or Trey Lance number two, number three. Jimmy G is a free agent though, so he might just he's probably gonna go somewhere else where he can be a starter. I don't think there's a lot of starting opportunities for him. Maybe the Jets, the Raiders are a possibility. Um maybe the Colts, maybe the Commander. There's like a few teams there. Like I don't know what he's gonna do. I mean, the Jets, he could probably be good with the Jets. I wouldn't want to go to the Commanders if I'm anybody. Um, the Colts, I don't know if I'd want to be be a Colt, you know, because I don't even know who the head coach is, and that, that team is just a mess. Um, I mean, so there's some options there, you know, but I just I would just keep all three of them, try to keep all three of them because, you know, they're, one of them is going to get injured, and then the other one will be available, and then that one might get injured. So there's just endless possibilities because this – this team is, um, you know, Nick Bose is up for contract. You know, there's a lot of question marks on this team. You know, you have, uh, you know, some guys on the defense that might be leaving. Mike McGlinchey, uh, offensive lineman, is is up for a contract. He's a free agent. Um, so there's just a lot there. Um, it's just upsetting for it to end this way, honestly. Like, the Eagles are great. They're, they're a talented team. Um, their defense is great. They have a, a strong offensive line, physical offensive line, great receivers and stuff. And and Jalen Hurts, you know, probably the MVP, but I think it's Mahomes. But he's like top two, top three. But I think the 49ers are winning that game nine times out of ten if Brock Purdy is healthy. That's just that's just what I believe. That's just a fact. I think they they were the better team all year, even though um, you know Philadelphia had their had the best record and all that stuff but the 49ers just with what they did what they did with the injuries that they were handed is just i thought it was just more impressive than what the eagles did personally but uh just an amazing job by kyle shanahan all year long if i am john lynch or uh jed york whoever the hell signs kyle shanahan's contracts i am signing kyle shanahan the day after today maybe a couple days after the game, I'm bringing him into my office and I'm signing him to a 10-year deal, $100 million. Because I don't want any other coach, I don't want any other coach in the in the facility to be the head coach other than than Kyle Shanahan. He hasn't won the Super Bowl yet, but was he what he has done with this collection of talent and the issues at quarterback, they haven't been able to have a healthy quarterback at all. And what he has done has just been amazing. It's been so impressive. His game planning, like there's a reason why other teams are 
are plucking coaches from his staff. Um, he finds great coaches to to become defensive coordinators and 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 work on his staff. You know, they took Mike McDaniel to uh, to Miami. They took um, uh, D'Amico Ryan's to Houston. They took the assistant GM went to the Titans. You know, um, there's a, a game coordinator or offensive game coordinator or something he's going to he might be the offensive coordinator uh for the texans and no one talks about kyle shannon's coaching tree but um it should be talked about more than mcveigh's because i think kyle shannon has just been amazing he's just been a great coach and for some reason he takes the blame for the loss um against the patriots when he was the offensive coordinator he wasn't the head coach he was the offensive coordinator so that should fall on dan quinn um, but I'm just impressed with Kyle Shannon every year. Uh, but I would sign him to a 10-year, $100 million contract today. And I think that's I think they should offer him a contract extension um, just to make sure, just to give him that peace of mind. Hey, you know, we're dealt, dealt a shitty hand with the quarterback situation every time, but we're just impressed with you. You have time with us. Don't worry. You have built um, a culture here that is like none other, I believe. And... We just appreciate you, and we're we're just behind you a hundred percent. Like, there's no hot seat here. Like, here's your, here's your massive contract. Like, just take the contract, and just continue to build here. And we want to win a few championships while we have this core group together. We just have to figure out this quarterback situation. And there's already rumors about Tom Brady, but Tom Brady just retired. He just announced his retirement this morning. The greatest quarterback of all time, the greatest athlete of all time, I believe, um, seven-time Super Bowl champion. And you, I, I honestly thought that he was going to come back next year. I don't fully believe that he's retired, honestly. I think he'll get the itch, you know, closer to the season. But the 49ers have an open quarterback uh, position available for Tom Brady. If Tom Brady wants to come back and play for the team that he grew up rooting for as a child, um, he dressed up as, as Joe Montana for Halloween numerous times. Um, he should just do it. Just pick up the phone. And John Lynch and, and company, they'll say, hey, yeah, let's do it. Let's bring you over here. Let's bring you back home, and you can do this. Like, that's it. You got a great defense. You have all these weapons offensively. You have good run game. Um, yeah, it's right there. But he announced his retirement already, so I don't know. I don't think the, I don't think the 49ers are going to upgrade quarterback with a veteran like Aaron Rodgers. There's no way they're going to trade for an Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think it would just be Tom Brady probably. That would be the only one because it's not, I don't know, it's just not as impressive if it's if you get Aaron Rodgers. Because, um, I mean, 49ers have played against him a lot, and he doesn't win that much against San Francisco. So the 49ers players, I don't feel like they would respect him as much. Um, but, yeah, that's how I feel about, about the 49ers right now. Uh, the game was just awful. I, went, I was out, you know, went out with some friends. We got some drinks and, you know, watching the game, all excited. And then we're sitting next to some Eagles fans, and they're just annoying me, and like they act like they really won a game. Just, just annoying. Just annoying. So I had to leave. Um, but yeah, there was two games. So the other game was the um, the Bengals and the Chiefs. And the Chiefs, you know, what they were able to do, what, what Patrick Mahomes was able to do, I picked the Bengals because... I mean, the Chiefs had so many injuries, and then even Travis Kelsey was injured with this. He had a back injury during practice, and he might not he was might not have been able to play. But then he played, and you know, uh, Mahomes was limping all around in the game against Jacksonville. So I didn't think 
I didn't think they were going to do well at all, honestly. And um, I thought it would be close, but I didn't think that he was going to be able to like plant his his legs as well and, and be able to throw as strong. But, I mean, they did it. They did it. They were able to um, – he was able to run out of bounds, and they got that penalty, and they got into field goal range. I know everyone wants to talk about the refs, you know, basically like try to blow the play dead, got an extra third down. Um, and then they converted. So the the Bengals did get kind of hosed, but I mean, the refs have been an issue. They've been an issue for a while. So I just feel like both Cincinnati and San Francisco got hosed. But you have the whole whole other part of the game for Cincinnati to win the game, and you know you can't let it go down to um, you know a ref's bad call, right? You just you just can't let it get down to that, um, and. You know, for the Bengals, it was a great year. But, you know, with Joe Burrow as your quarterback, I think every year it could either be Kansas City or Cincinnati making the Super Bowl. I feel like Josh Allen and the Bills are kind of taking a step back. Like, they're kind of plateaued. You know, they could be really good in the regular season early on. Like, they're hungry, they're motivated. But then they kind of falter. You know, they kind of, like, lose lose their attention or they lose their ability to care. Like, they don't... They don't take every game seriously like they should, like the Bengals and the, and the Chiefs do. Um, so yeah, I just feel like every year for the AFC for like the next ten years, it could either be you can make a case that it could either be Kansas City or Cincinnati going to the Super Bowl because I think, you know, obviously with Cincinnati you have to realize like they don't pay their players that well. So if they're able to keep their core guys together, then yeah, and if they're able to keep Zach Taylor, then yeah. Um, but for Kansas City, you know, they're they're gonna be fully rested. They'll have these two extra weeks to uh, get Mahomes healthy again, and then also to get Travis Kelsey healthier. Um, their defense isn't obviously isn't as good as um, as Philadelphia's defense, but like I want to pick Kansas City because I can't I can't really I can't pick against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid is such a great coach, but. The Eagles might be better right now because offensively, you know, they have a better offensive line. Their defensive line is better. They're like more healthy. They're healthier than the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs have just been struggling with injuries, and you know they're still able to pull off these wins. But um, you know, Jalen Hurts struggled against the 49ers. You know that's why that hurts too because he wasn't like killing the Niners through through the game through the game. You know, in the air or on the ground running the ball like he wasn't as dominant and um but you know he's gonna have a big game against kansas city because kansas city you know their defense isn't like the 49ers defense um so he could probably get in space easier and get his uh, receivers involved a lot better um i think for the defense for the eagles uh that defensive line is going to eat up kansas city's offensive line for sure um because, I mean, they, they had a bunch of off-season uh, off signings and stuff to improve that offensive line. But, you know, Mahomes is still getting hit. So, um, you know, I know it sounds like I'm picking the Eagles. But I'm going to pick the Kansas City Chiefs. Because they can't, even with all that said, I still can't pick against Patrick Mahomes. He's the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Best player. Um, Andy Reid is is just um, like what, top two, top three coach right now in the NFL. Um and I don't know, they just find a way. And it just feels like it's their year. Um, even though the Eagles, have, they've had everything go right for them this year. 
Um, even yeah, with with Jalen Hurts as I mentioned, could be an MVP. Um, I think the line right now is I want to say it's a it's three and a half. Let me check that right now. But the game um, is on the twelfth of February, and the Eagles are favored by one and a half right now, and the over and under is fifty point five. Um, so I'm gonna take the Chiefs. I think people probably in, are worried about the injury issues there, but I'll take the I'll take the Chiefs to win that game. It'll be close. I'll take them by. I'll take them in the points. Um, let's see what else. The Sean Payton back to the NFL story has ended. Uh, he has agreed to a six-year or wait was it six-year? It was seven-year deal to coach the. Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos traded a second and a third round pick. Um, and for Peyton, you know, I thought he was going to go back to broadcasting. There was a lot of rumors that, hey, you know, he might wait this one out because there's not a job that he actually truly wants. Um, I thought he was going to be – he was a candidate for the Arizona Cardinals, obviously, as well. You know, offensively, he could probably help improve um, – the production of, of Kyler Murray and the progression there in his career. Um, and, you know, I guess they're going to try to trade uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I don't know if he's requested to be traded, but, you know, there's some rumors there. Uh, but for Sean Payton, you know, I thought I was still with the uh, the um, the Chargers. I thought he'd be great for the L.A. Chargers, Justin Herbert. The team's ready to win a Super Bowl. They just need a coach, you know. And um, I thought that he was going to go back to – broadcasting because he was going to wait to see if uh, Staley, Brandon Staley was going to get fired by Los Angeles Chargers, which, you know, that would have been a great, great decision to wait that one out. But I think he probably received word or something that, hey, you know, they're they're confident in, in Brandon Staley's ability right now, so they're going to stick with him probably one year plus, right? Um, so then, yeah, he gets... He gets the job in Denver, but apparently Denver, the Denver is now they're owned by the Walton family, right? And the Waltons have been, you know, they've been doing some shady stuff already with their coaches. They fired Nathaniel Hackett early in the season, right, with like a few weeks left. Then they're like, oh, okay, we're not interested um, in in Jim Harbaugh or whatever, but they've been enamored with him. They um, they know him already previously, so they met with him. They tried to sneakily hire him and lure him away from uh, the Minnesota, not Minnesota, Michigan uh, Wolverines, right? And then they're like, oh, we're zeroing in on Sean Payton, right? And um, then that kind of like fell apart or they were asking the Saints like, hey, what's your number? What should we trade for him? But then the, apparently their first choice was D'Amico Ryans after Jim Harbaugh decided to stay at Michigan, so they seem very indecisive. Everyone seems to be their first choice. They want to make sure everyone knows that, hey, you're doing great. We love you. We want you to work for us. But they say the same thing to everybody, I guess, right? So D'Amico Ryans was their first choice. But then D'Amico Ryans had already committed to the Houston Texans for six years, right? And uh, D'Amico Ryans told them, hey, we're not. I'm not interested in this Denver job. So they're like, okay, well, let's go make a deal with with Sean Payton, who, mind you, has already won a Super Bowl and who offensively can really help Russell Wilson out and, and those receivers and can probably really get that, that game going, right? Um, and then, so then they're like, okay, yeah, we're, we'll, we'll finalize this with Sean Payton. And then they try to lure D'Amico Ryan's back 
away from Houston Texans after they already told Sean Payton, "Hey, let's get this deal done." So they did a lot of they did a lot of like behind the scenes stuff, try to get their guy, which apparently the whole time was D'Amico Ryan's, but then they ended up with Sean Payton. But honestly, you know, I love D'Amico Ryan's. He's he did a a, phenom- a phenomenal job in San Francisco, and I think he's going to do a great job in Houston. Because Houston, they need a whole culture change. And I think that's what he's going to provide for them. Uh, but your problem in in Denver isn't... It's not the defense. You know, it, it is a culture thing. I, and, you know, I think wherever D'Amico Ryan's going to go, I think he, he just he's going to bring a culture with him. Same with Sean Payton. But Sean Payton, he's going to help elevate that offense. He's going to help uh, re-energize Russell Wilson... Um, he's going to get that run game going. I think they need Sean Payton more than they need D'Amico Ryans because that offense was so inept. They couldn't formulate any productive drives together. Like I feel like every game they were scoring nine points or they'll score 13 points. Like they just didn't score any touchdowns. And Russell Wilson, he looks terrible. Like he looked like a complete shell of himself. He's only 31, 32, right? Maybe 33, but like for him, the, the the progression, like how fast he he looks like he aged, is just is crazy. I've I've never seen anything like that because in Seattle, like literally the year before, he was playing well, right, and he was still like a high caliber quarterback. And then he goes to Denver, which you know arguably Denver had better weapons and better defense and stuff, and then they just falter completely. Um, but I think this is a blessing in disguise for Denver to not get D'Amico Ryan's and instead bring in Sean Payton because Sean Payton's a proven offensive, you know, juggernaut of a coach, right? He had all those all those great offensive teams with the New Orleans Saints. They won that Super Bowl and they were always a contention with Drew Brees and Sean Payton. And I think, you know, for him to be excited about wanting to coach, Russell Wilson says a lot, says that he's up for the challenge. He's up for improving that offense and bringing back Russell Wilson that, you know, that everyone loved before. And for D'Amico Ryans not to be excited to coach that team that has a quarterback who has won a Super Bowl before, that he has to, you know, help kind of resurrect the quarterback. I think that says more about his ability to coach offense than it does about, you know, wanting that task. That It's like a, it's a, it's not a clean slate. You know, whereas Houston, Texas, uh, uh, that team, the Texans, can they have a clean slate there. Like, they have a, a top two pick, I think, and they could draft a quarterback. You know, they could bring in new coaching staff. He could bring in his own guys. Um, the roster's, like, pretty depleted already, so they have a lot of free agent money to spend. Um, you know, once they bring in a quarterback, they could just start, you know, he could start bringing in his own players that he likes um, he could start making some trades, trade for some some draft capital. He can really establish himself as a head coach in Houston because you know they haven't had they've had they've had one coach every year, like a new coach every year. They fire him every year, so they've had three new head coaches three straight years. They've all been black, by the way. So they all they do believe in the diversity hiring. They're actually giving minority coaches a chance, which. I love because, you know, people can say that they do that, but they actually have done it. Even though they fire them after a year, they still have been hiring them and giving them a chance. And then they gave D'Amico Ryans, you know, even though he did play there, they gave him a six-year contract, which, you know, says a lot about their belief in him. 
But yeah, I thought those were two home run hires for for both those organizations. Sean Payne was great for the Denver Broncos because yeah, that's a blessing for them. Because I mean, if if Sean Payne can't can't improve your offense with Russell Wilson, then you just got to cut bait with Russell Wilson, right? You, then you have no shot. Then it's done. Um, and D'Amico Ryan is going to completely change uh, the culture there in Houston, and I think he's going to build a contender out of Houston. Just need to see what kind of quarterback he gets. If it's you know C.J. Stroud or or someone like that, but uh, but yeah, so that's uh, that's the podcast for this week. Um, we'll be back next week. We'll talk some NBA. Uh, just you know, trying to wrap up this NFL season, which you know now we only have one game, so we'll get we'll dive deeper into the NF uh, into the NBA, not the NFL. Um, and then and that's all I have for you for this week. Thank you for joining me and letting me talk out my frustrations and my sadness. Um, Have a good rest of your week and have a great weekend. And we'll be back next week.